Chapter One of the Experienced English Housekeeper by Elizabeth Raffold. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter One Observations on Soups. When you make any kind of soups, particularly portable vermicelli or brown gravy soup, or any other that has roots or herbs in, always observe to lay your meat in the bottom of your pan with a good lump of butter. Cut the herbs and roots small, lay them over your meat, cover it close, set it over a very slow fire. It will draw all the virtue out of the roots or herbs, and turn it to a good gravy, and give the soup a very different flavour from putting water in at the first. When your gravy is almost dried up, fill your pan with water. When it begins to boil, take off the fat, and follow the directions of your receipt for what sort of soup you are making. When you make old peas soup, take soft water. For green peas, hard is the best. It keeps the peas a better colour. When you make any white soup, don't put in cream till you take it off the fire. Always dish up your soups the last thing. If it be a gravy, soup will skin over if you let it stand. If it be a peas soup, it often settles, and the top looks thin. To make portable soup for travellers. Take three large legs of veal, and one of beef, the lean part of half a ham. Cut them in small pieces, put a quarter of a pound of butter at the bottom of a large cauldron, then lay in the meat and bones, with four ounces of anchovies, two ounces of mace, Cut off the green leaves of five or six heads of celery, wash the heads quite clean, cut them small, put them in with three large carrots cut thin, cover the cauldron close, and set it over a moderate fire. When you find the gravy begins to draw, keep taking it up till you have got it all out, then put water in to cover the meat, set it on the fire again, and let it boil slowly for four hours. Then strain it through a hair sieve into a clean pan and let it boil three parts away. Then strain the gravy that you drew from the meat into the pan. Let it boil gently and keep scumming the fat off very clean as it rises till it looks thick like glue. You must take great care when it is near enough that it don't burn. Put in cayenne pepper to your taste, then pour it on flat earthen dishes a quarter of an inch thick, and let it stand till the next day, and cut it out with round tins a little larger than a crown piece. Lay the cakes on dishes, and set them in the sun to dry. This soup will answer best to be made in frosty weather. When the cakes are dry, put them in a tin box with writing paper, betwixt every cake, and keep them in a dry place. This is a very useful soup to be kept in gentlemen's families, for by pouring a pint of boiling water on one cake, and a little salt, it will make a good basin of broth. A little boiling water poured on it will make gravy for a turkey or fowls. The longer it is kept, the better. N.B. Be careful to keep turning the cakes as they dry. To make a transparent soup Take a leg of veal and cut off the meat as thin as you can. 
when you have cut off all the meat clean from the bone break the bone in small pieces put the meat in a large jug and the bones at the top with a bunch of sweet herbs a quarter of an ounce of mace half a pound of jordan almonds blanched and beat fine pour on it four quarts of boiling water let it stand all night by the fire covered close the next day put it into a well tinned saucepan and let it boil slowly till it is reduced to two quarts be sure you take the scum and fat off as it rises all the time it is boiling strain it into a punch bowl let it settle for two hours pour it into a clean saucepan clear from the sediments if any at the bottom have ready three ounces of rice boiled in water if you like vermicelli better boil two ounces when enough put it in and serve it up to make a hare soup cut a large old hare in small pieces and put it in a mug with three blades of mace a little salt two large onions one red herring six morels half a pint of red wine three quarts of water bake it in a quick oven three hours then strain it into a tossing pan have ready boiled three ounces of french barley or sago in water scald the liver of the hare in boiling water two minutes rub it through a hair sieve with the back of a wooden spoon put it into the soup with the barley or sago and a quarter of pound of butter set it over the fire keep stirring it but don't let it boil if you don't like liver put in crisped bread steeped in red wine this is a rich soup and proper for a large entertainment and where two soups are required almond or onion soup for the top and the hare soup for the bottom to make a rich vermicelli soup into a large tossing pan put four ounces of butter cut a knuckle of veal and a scrag of mutton into small pieces about the size of walnuts slice in the meat of a shank of ham with three or four blades of mace two or three carrots two parsnips two large onions with a clove stuck in at each end cut in four or five heads of celery washed clean a bunch of sweet herbs eight or ten morels and an anchovy cover the pan close up till the gravy is drawn out of the meat then pour the gravy out into a pot or basin let the meat brown in the same pan and take care it don't burn then pour in four quarts of water let it boil gently till it is wasted to three pints then strain it and put the other gravy to it set it on the fire add to it two ounces of vermicelli cut the nicest part of a head of celery cheyenne pepper and salt to your taste and let it boil for four minutes if not a good colour put in a little browning lay a small french roll in the soup dish pour in the soup upon it and lay some of the vermicelli over it to make an ox cheek soup first break the bones of an ox cheek and wash it in many waters then lay it in warm water throw in a little salt to fetch out the slime wash it out very well 
Then take a large stew pan, put two ounces of butter at the bottom of the pan, and lay the flesh side of the cheek down. Add to it half a pound of a shank of ham cut in slices, and four heads of celery. Pull off the leaves, wash the heads clean, and cut them in with three large onions, two carrots, and one parsnip sliced, a few beets cut small, and three blades of mace. Set it over a moderate fire a quarter of an hour. This draws the virtue from the roots, which gives a pleasant strength to the gravy. I have made a good gravy by this method, with roots and butter, only adding a little browning to give it a pretty colour. When the head has simmered a quarter of an hour, put to it six quarts of water, and let it stew until it's reduced to two quarts. If you would have it eat like soup, strain and take out the meat and other ingredients, and put in the white part of a head of celery, cut into small pieces, with a little browning to make it a fine colour. Take two ounces of vermicelli, give it a scald in the soup, and put the top of a French roll in the middle of a tureen, and serve it up. If you would have it eat like stew, take up the face as whole as possible, and have ready cut in square pieces, a boiled turnip and carrot, a slice of bread toasted and cut in small dices. Put in a little cayenne pepper, and strain the soup through a hair sieve upon the meat, carrot, turnip, and bread, to serve it up. To make almond soup. Take a neck of veal, and the scrag end of a neck of mutton. Chop them in small pieces. Put them in a large tossing pan. Cut in a turnip with a blade or two of mace and five quarts of water. Set it over the fire, and let it boil gently, till it is reduced to two quarts. Strain it through a hair sieve into a clear pot. Then put in six ounces of almonds blanched, and beat fine, half a pint of thick cream, and cayenne pepper to your taste. Have ready three small French rolls made for that purpose, the size of a small teacup. If they are larger they will not look well, and drink up too much of the soup. Blanch a few Jordan almonds, and cut them lengthways. Stick them round the edge of the rolls slantways, then stick them all over the top of the rolls, and put them in the tureen. When dished up, pour the soup upon the rolls. These rolls look like a hedgehog. Some French cooks give this soup the name of hedgehog soup. To make soup à la reine. Take a knuckle of veal and three or four pounds of lean beef. Put to it six quarts of water with a little salt. When it boils, scum it well. Then put in six large onions, two large carrots, a head or two of celery, a parsnip, one leek and a little thyme. Boil them all together till the meat is boiled quite down. Then strain it through a hair sieve and let it stand about half an hour. Then scum it well and clear it off gently from the settlings into a clear pan. Boil half a pint of cream, and pour it on the crumbs of a halfpenny loaf, and let it soak well. Take half a pound of almonds, blanch, and beat them as fine as possible, putting in now and then a little cream to prevent them from oiling. Then take the yolks of six hard eggs, and the roll that is soaked in the cream, and beat them all together quite fine. Then make your broth hot, 
and pour it to your almonds. Strain it through a fine hair sieve, rubbing it with a spoon till all the goodness is gone through into a stew pan, and add more cream to make it white. Set it over the fire, keep stirring it till it boils, scum off the froth as it rises. Soak the tops of two French rolls in melted butter in a stew pan till they are crisp, but not brown. Then take them out of the butter and lay them on a plate before the fire, and a quarter of an hour before you send it to the table, take a little of the hot soup and put it to the roll in the bottom of the tureen. Put your soup on the fire, keep stirring it till ready to boil, then pour it into your tureen and serve it up hot. Be sure you take all the fat off the broth before you put it to the almonds, or it will spoil it, and take care it does not curdle. To make onion soup. Boil eight or ten large Spanish onions in milk and water. Change it three times. When they are quite soft, rub them through a hair sieve. Cut an old cock in pieces, and boil it for gravy with one blade of mace. Strain it, and pour it upon the pulp of the onions. Boil it gently with the crumb of an old penny loaf, grated into half a pint of cream. Add cayenne pepper and salt to your taste. A few heads of asparagus or stewed spinach. Both make it eat well and look very pretty. Grate a crust of brown bread round the edge of the dish. To make white onion soup. Take thirty large onions, boil them in five quarts of water with a knuckle of veal, a blade or two of mace, and a little whole pepper. When your onions are quite soft, take them up and rub them through a hair sieve, and work half a pound of butter with flour in them. When the meat is boiled so as to leave the bone, strain the liquor to the onions, and boil it gently for half an hour. Serve it up with a coffee cup full of cream and a little salt. Be sure you stir it when you put in the flour and butter, for fear of its burning. To make brown onion soup. Skin and cut roundways in slices, six large Spanish onions. Fry them in butter till they are a nice brown and very tender. Then take them out and lay them on a hair sieve to drain out the butter. When drained, Put them in a pot with five quarts of boiling water. Boil them one hour, and stir them often. Then add pepper and salt to your taste. Rub the crumbs of a penny loaf through a colander. Put it to the soup. Stir it well to keep it from being in lumps. And boil it two hours more. Ten minutes before you send it up, beat the yolks of two eggs with two spoonfuls of vinegar and a little of the soup. Pour it in by degrees, and keep stirring it all the time, one way. Put in a few cloves if you choose it. N.B. It is a fine soup and will keep three or four days. To make green peas soup. Shell a peck of peas, and boil them in spring water till they are soft. Then work them through a hair sieve. Take the water that your peas were boiled in, and put in a knuckle of veal three slices of ham, and cut two carrots, a turnip, and a few beet leaves shred small. Add a little more water to the meat, set it over the fire, and let it boil one hour and a half. 
Then strain the gravy into a bowl and mix it with the pulp, and put in a little juice of spinach, which must be beat and squeezed through a cloth. Put in as much as will make it look a pretty colour, then give it a gentle boil, which will take off the taste of the spinach. Slice in the whitest part of a head of celery, put in a lump of sugar the size of a walnut, take a slice of bread and cut it in little square pieces, cut a little bacon the same way, fry them a light brown in fresh butter, cut a large cabbage lettuce in slices, fry it after the other, put it in the tureen with the fried bread and bacon. Have ready boiled as for eating, a pint of young peas, and put them in the soup, with a little chopped mint if you like, and pour it into your tureen. To make a common peas soup. To one quart of split peas, put four quarts of soft water, a little lean bacon, or roast beef bones. Wash one head of celery, cut it and put it in with a turnip, boil it till reduced to two quarts, then work it through a colander with a wooden spoon. Mix a little flour and water, and boil it well in the soup, and slice in another head of celery, cayenne pepper, and salt to your taste. Cut a slice of bread in small dice, fry them a light brown, and put them in your dish. Then pour the soup on it. To make a peas soup for Lent. Put three pints of blue boiling peas into five quarts of soft cold water, three anchovies, three red herrings, and two large onions. Stick in a clove at each end, a carrot and a parsnip sliced in, with a bunch of sweet herbs. Boil them all together till the soup is thick, strain it through a colander, then slice in the white part of a head of celery, a good lump of butter, a little pepper and salt, a slice of bread toasted and buttered well, and cut in little diamonds. Put it into the dish, and pour the soup upon it, and a little dried mint if you choose it. Gravy soup, thickened with yellow peas. Put a shin of beef to six quarts of water, with a pint of peas and six onions. Set them over the fire, and let them boil gently, till all the juice be out of the meat. Then strain it through a sieve. Add to the strained liquor one quart of strong gravy to make it brown, Put in pepper and salt to your taste, then put in a little celery and beet leaves, and boil it till they are tender. To make a white peas soup. To four or five pounds of lean beef and six quarts of water, put in a little salt. When it boils, scum it, and put in two carrots, three whole onions, a little thyme, and two heads of celery, with three quarts of old green peas. Boil them till the meat is quite tender, then strain it through a hair sieve, and rub the pulp of the peas through the sieve. Split the blanched part of three goss lettuces into four quarters, and cut them about one inch long, with a little mint cut small. Then put half a pound of butter in a stew pan that will hold your soup, and put the lettuce and mint into the butter, with a leek sliced very thin, and a pint of green peas. Stew them a quarter of an hour, and keep shaking them often about. Then put in a little of the soup, and stew them a quarter of an hour longer. Then put in your soup, 
and as much thick cream as will make it white. Keep stirring it till it boils. Fry a French roll in butter a little crisp, put it in the bottom of the tureen, and pour your soup over it. To make green peas soup without meat. In shelling your peas, separate the old ones from the young, and boil the old ones soft enough to strain through a colander. Then put the liquor and what you strained through to the young peas, which must be whole, and some whole pepper, mint, a little onion, shred small. Put them into a large saucepan, with near a pound of butter. As they boil up, shake in some flour, then put in a French roll fried in butter to the soup. You must season it to your taste with salt and herbs. When you have done so, add the young peas to it, which must be half boiled first. You may leave out the flour if you don't like it, and instead of it, put in a little spinach and cabbage lettuce, cut small, which must be first fried in butter, and well mixed with the broth. To make an excellent white soup. To six quarts of water, put in a knuckle of veal, a large fowl, and a pound of lean bacon, and half a pound of rice with two anchovies, a few peppercorns, two or three onions, a bundle of sweet herbs, three or four heads of celery in slices. Stew all together till your soup is as strong as you choose it. Then strain it through a hair sieve into a clean earthen pot. Let it stand all night, then take off the scum and pour it clear off into a tossing pan. Put in half a pound of Jordan almonds beat fine, boil it a little and run it through a lawn sieve. Then put in a pint of cream and the yolk of an egg. Make it hot and send it to the table. To make white soup a second way. Boil a knuckle of veal and a fowl with a little mace, two onions, a little pepper and salt to a strong jelly. Then strain it and scum off all the fat. Have ready the yolks of six eggs well beat. Put them in and keep stirring it or it will curdle. Put in your dish with boiled chickens and toasted bread cut in pieces. If you do not like the eggs, you may put in a large handful of vermicelli half an hour before you take it off the fire. To make crawfish soup. Boil half a hundred of fresh crawfish. Pick out all the meat which you must save. Take a fresh lobster and pick out all the meat which you must likewise save. Pound the shells of the crawfish and lobster fine in a marble mortar, and boil them in four quarts of water with four pounds of mutton, a pint of green split peas nicely picked and washed, a large turnip, carrot, onion, mace, cloves, anchovy, a little thyme, pepper and salt. Stew them on a slow fire till all the goodness is out of the mutton and shells, then strain it through a sieve, and put in the tails of your crawfish and the lobster meat, but in very small pieces, with the red coral of the lobster, if it has any. Boil it half an hour, and just before you serve it up, add a little butter melted thick and smooth. Stir it round several times when you put it in. Send it up very hot, but don't put too much spice in it. M.B. 
Pick out all the bags and the woolly part of your crawfish before you pound them. To make partridge soup. Take off the skins of two old partridges. Cut them into small pieces with three slices of ham, two or three onions sliced, and some celery. Fry them in butter till they are as brown as they can be made without burning. Then put them into three quarts of water with a few peppercorns. Boil it slowly till a little more than a pint is consumed, then strain it, put in some stewed celery and fried bread. End of chapter 1